Yeah. What? What I, happened? I, I I think I had a mini stroke. The doctors think I had a mini stroke over the weekend. You had a fucking Dr. Dre? Did, did he have a mini stroke? He had an aneurysm. I don't even want to joke, <laughs> but that's the first <laughs> thing I thought of. I yeah. read about it like an hour ago. Damn. I didn't know that. Shit. I hope he's okay. He is, uh, yeah, he's stable. He's in the ICU. I heard, I heard he has a pen and a pad in there. <laughs> <laughs> he, his, uh, his wife and he are getting a divorce, and she wants, I think, she, I'm pretty sure that I read, she's asking for $2 million a day in whatever, like support. And then uh, her lawyer fees are like four million. Uh, so I think that's <laughs> I think that's the cause of the fucking aneurysm. Oh, for sure. This is why we need men's rights activists to go to war for guys like Dr. Dre, you know, <laughs> uh, Alec Baldwin. We need, just we need to defend people's rights to be divorced in this country. <laughs> we need uh, Johnny Cochran back. We need Robert Kardashian back. Yeah, we need OJ back. OJ should get out there and settle the score. <laughs> Give OJ 10 minutes alone with Dr. Dre's wife. See how much she wants after that. We, we, I think we listened to Compton on the road together, didn't we? I feel like I only heard it once, and it was on the road. And it was really good. It's the only time you've heard Dr. Dre's music? No, no, the album Compton. I don't know if it was the straight... It wasn't the Straight out of Compton soundtrack. It was an album that came out, I think, right around when the movie came out, and it was no. sick. It was really we listened, good. We listened to Come Town on the road, and you said, this rules. And they were, they were doing a black voice on there, so I understand why you were confused. There was a... <laughs> I think there they was were doing... a doctor, there was a Dr. Mario character that was part <laughs> yeah. Dr. Dre, part... <laughs> Yeah, it was African guy tries to buy a pumpkin, and you were like, this is cutting-edge humor right here. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, let's pray for Dre. You know, prayers up for the, for the dog himself. Let's pray, for, let's pray for Dr. Jake. Yeah, I don't, don't pray. That's, that seems weird. I don't pray. I'm more of a thinker than a prayer. So I'm it's not thoughts pray. and prayers from, from me. It's thoughts and more thoughts. Nice. Thought, it's thoughts in Nair. He's going to fucking shave his body <laughs> with wax. Dude, uh, I nared I my ass in college thinking that I had, you know, stumbled upon a new me. And uh, it just comes back with a vengeance. <laughs> it, was, it was a mistake. It's seeking revenge on your skin for uh, ostracizing it, you know, for casting it out. I've I've only nared my chest hair one time, and that was just on a dare. And I I I would rather have been sued for two million dollars a day by my wife. Truth or nair? You were like, I'll take nair. Uh, nair, please. <laughs> I'm a ne'er do well. Uh, are you tapped in, one? Are you good? It's God. It's just. It's an old. This is. I think this one. I got a computer from Nora Lynch and it was a few years old when she gave it to me. And that was a few years ago. And I can't remember if that's this one. I also, I have two old laptops and they both kind of work. One's and, from John uh, Carroll. Lynch. So, 
I wish I would have had I would have had him sign it, Norm. <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> if that Fargo. one's from Nora, that means that's <laughs> the one that she probably had in the Spin City writers' room. <laughs> Well, yeah, she wrote good. she she wrote an Emmy nominated episode of Mr. Belvedere on this thing and <laughs> yeah. it's still hanging on. <laughs> she wrote all the dialogue for the Mr. Bean movie and uh it's that's, that's where the keys don't work. <laughs> it's just it's just the uh power cord. And since uh Apple, you know, Apple does a new little updated power cord every every six months this one is uh i guess like hard to find i can't remember it's kind of expensive or something well, i looked into right. it a while back this is like a it's like a gear podcast we pretty much just talk about different gear and specs and you know <laughs> we're we're each building processors for our computers so we can play duke nukem 3d Ooh. oh yeah duke that was a fun one I played that. I played uh, Doom. I liked uh, Castle Wolfenstein on the PC. I figured you'd be a Mist guy. I see you getting really furious at Mist and throwing a desktop computer through a dorm window. No, I never played Mist. We played Counter Strike in college. Sure, yeah. And my my roommate Ricky played Diablo instead of making friends. <laughs> <laughs> so that was graduating rough. from college. He was dating, so when we were freshmen in college, we lived together. We were friends in high school. He was dating this Mormon girl who was still in high school. So he went up to college with a Mormon girlfriend, promised her that he wouldn't drink, and then, you know, was miserable, and it was rough. And then the day that he ended things with her, I think it, it wasn't until, like, sophomore year, but he came over and he was like, give me a fucking shot. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, Ricky's back, y'all. And then he fingered you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I let him. I was, and my butthole was as tight as that Mormon girl's vag. Oh, I bet. Uns- unsullied. Unsolved butthole mysteries. Oh, hold on, your si- your sister's texting me. Oh, good. What's she saying? This baby's yours. It she's smells saying, just like you. <laughs> she's saying, I can't. <laughs> She was saying that uh, it's been five days and it's, uh, she said, our apartment is empty as hell. And I said, just like your heart without me. And uh, yeah, she said, uh, it's been tough. It's been a struggle. 2021 has not been kind to her so far because oh, uh, she, looks, she looks across the way and there's no fun neighbor. There's no Wilson peeking over the fence, giving mm-hmm. advice. Yeah, you were peeking too. I know about you. Mr. Peeps over there. Little eyeful of my sister's yams. <laughs> it's crazy because Kim yeah. just texted me too and it's a picture and the caption says which one's bigger. And I can't I can't tell. But uh either way, you know, I'm glad our sisters are reaching out to us. <laughs> Dude, you can have my sister. She's been nothing but a weight around my neck for years. Oh, I had her. that is so bad (laughs) golly so i've been eating nothing but ham i've been eating nothing but ham since christmas day and uh (laughs) it's it's a lot to ask of a man in a mouth uh god this ham was supposed to be so cool and it was i don't know if everyone knows i got a serrano ham for christmas an entire 13 pound pork leg and you got to eat it within two weeks once you crack the rancid fat. 
And I cracked that rancid fat, and now I'm just going at it, dude. I'm like a dog with a bone. Ooh. Well, do you do you have to slice it real thin, or is that just the best way to do it? I mean, if you want to eat it, you can. But if you're, uh, you know, trying to make shoes or fix your 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 roof tiles, you can just slice it real thick. The issue is, is that if you don't slice it thin enough, you can't really chew it or digest it. It just becomes really? like a like a gray mass in your mouth due to all the fibrous fat tissue. So you got to slice it real thin, let it melt like uh, one of those breathe right breast strips that you put on your tongue and then you can make out with the vice principal and yeah so i don't know dude i I put it in some soup today but i gotta get rid of this ham i like Mm. that i like that you combined the breathe right nasal strips with a breath strip (laughs) yeah i didn't know uh you've yeah you've probably you've probably eaten a couple of those (laughs) breathe right strips Like my breath still <laughs> smells like shit. <laughs> my, my, my mouth tastes like, like a I... nose. <laughs> yeah, why does this? Why does this taste like boogers and not mint? Well, don't get me. I, one time I had a Crest White Power Strip and I chewed on a uh, an outlet and that was really bad. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I time I drank that. a surge, I thought I was drinking a can of surge. It was actually a surge pro- protector, <laughs> and uh, I burned. I burned my tongue really bad. Um, I had the same. I was issue. grounded. You my, were. Mom, my mom grounded me. <laughs> <laughs> I drank a what, surge. What happened to you? I drank a surge Tancanian one time, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I can sing very operatic and also growl. So that was a system of a down joke, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> is that his name? I've worried that I was thinking of Jerry Tarkanian because those are the only two uh, Armenians, Armenians that I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it's funny to imagine them. They're related. Father and son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, that screenplay. Surge rocking a running Rebels jersey <laughs> on <Yeah>. stage. <laughs> Grandmama's coming over for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know uh I didn't know who everybody was talking about when uh they were saying the lead singer of Children of Bottom died. He had a he had an interesting name as well. Alexi something or Do you know? You're a, you're a you're a bo- you're a child of Bottom. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're I'm a Bottom a, boy. I am not. I'm a I'm a big Children <laughs> of Bodom fan though. Uh I don't oh, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm more of a Children of Top power top no you you sent me that message the other day and then i sent it to chris pierce and he replied with a mud vein gif so i really don't know what's going on i'm not sure who's alive and who's dead <laughs> oh yeah I, I haven't uh i never listened to them i'm sure they're great you should get their first album started from the bottom uh <laughs> it's pretty good it's got a lot of their early b-sides and whatnot but yeah, you guys got any ham recipes? The issue is this thing's encased in a thick layer of rancid yellow fat. Uh, and I didn't know that you were supposed to cut that fat off initially. Oh, so was, no. Yeah, so I had diarrhea screaming into the new year. What? Uh, yeah, it was like running down my legs when I was walking Gordy. Because I thought that I didn't, wasn't cutting enough of the layer off. I thought I'd cut a nut, a nut off, but uh, no, I had not... And I just ingested a bunch of poisonous fat. That's how I started my new year. <laughs> new year, same old Sam. Yeah, same old rascal moves. 
That stuff's all I ate when I was in Spain. Uh, have fat? You, no, the the good meat. Yeah. They they knew how to serve it to me there. Uh, yeah. But manchego, you get some soft manchego and some like nice, uh, you know, baguette, and just mm-hmm. press that fucking meat in and melt it with the cheese. And the greasiness kind of breaks it down to where it's a little bit easier to chew, and it didn't mess my stomach up as bad. And there was one place that was cranking it and cooking it and making chorizo with it. And that shit was the best meat I've ever had. It was, what was the name of that place? I remember where the restaurant is. I could go find it in Barcelona. I ate two sandwiches there every night when all the 40-year-old men I went with went to sleep. They'd be like, are you going to go again? I'd be like, yeah. And they'd always act like they were going to come with me. And at the end of the night, they'd be like, I'm too high. You, you go have fun getting sandwiches, young man. You went to Spain and had the Spanish equivalent of Jimmy John's every night while you were hanging no, out with forty year old men. The sandwich, the the <laughs> the, the, the Bocaria had been there since like the late eighteen hundreds. It was it was the late eighties. No and <laughs> Subwa, as you thought it was pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a picture of me eating it in the rain, and it's like the happiest picture of my face I've ever seen. And I'm just eating a sandwich out of a tinfoil wrapper in the rain. That sounds so romantic. Mm. It was all alone. Beautiful. Why were you in Spain with a bunch of 40-year-old men? Uh, They have the biggest marijuana seed uh, sale of the year. Every year in uh, Barcelona, it's called Spanibus. And I used to work for some pretty big uh, growers. Interesting. So so I'd go with them to buy seeds and stuff. All that weed that me and my mom grow is Spanish seeds. I was there for Spamibus. And yeah, that was cool. Just a bunch of potted meats and you eat them until you have a complete existential crisis. Nice. Yeah. The spam abyss. I used to think that I would, I remember Sam, when you mentioned a doctor making you feel stupid, your wife got me pretty good a few years ago because we were talking about, I think how I was eating and it might've even been more than a few years ago because I might've still been drinking And so I was just saying how unhealthy I was. And then I was like, yeah, but, you know, I drink a lot of water. Like, that's my big thing is that I drink, you know, a lot of water. Don't really drink any soda. I eat a lot of sugar, but not like through soda. I almost only drink water. And she was like, that doesn't matter. That's not enough. (laughs) That's nothing. (laughs) It'd be better if you were chewing the food that had sugar in it. Instead, you're just guzzling it. Yeah, it was... uh, it was not great. I was. I thought that that was my ace in the hole. Where it was nope. like, yeah, but I drink a bunch of water, so I'll be fine. No, that and was your. Said, no, that was your ace freely. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a bunch of mini muffins and a bunch of mini strokes, and uh, uh, I haven't. I haven't been able to get a grip since Aerosmith's album came out. <laughs> With the craft. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm dumb too. I mean, Emily, I've been eat, drinking smoothies, you know, to try and counteract the effects of the ham. <laughs> the ham's winning ham the war. Smoothies. Yeah. Hide the ham in the smoothie. <laughs> ham and strawberry and banana. And spinach. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do something. I got to start liquefying it and feeding it to Gordy because it's way too much ham. Yeah, he doesn't know. have any teeth. Uh-uh. I don't know what I'm going to do with all this ham. Uh, anyway, that's not the point. Point is, is I told Emily, I was like, yeah, I feel like bad. You know, I feel like I'm coming down from something. And she was like, well, what do you have for lunch? And I was like, you know, uh, 
a bunch of blueberries and an apple and an orange and uh, strawberries and blackberries and a banana. And I put it all in the blender and smoothed it out with some orange juice. And I feel terrible. And she was like, well, yeah, what do you use? Ate a bunch of sugar. And I was like, it's fruit, stupid. What are you talking about? Uh, Earth to idiot. I ate a bunch of fruit is what I did. And she's like, yeah, but you think about how much fruit you had. It's all sugar. And I was like, but there's fiber in there. You don't know what you're talking about. And I looked up the glycemic index of what I ate, and it was the equivalent of eating like three Cinnabons. (laughs) (laughs) 40 mini muffins. (laughs) Yeah. He set a new record. (laughs) Yeah. I odalade. I beckered. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I just thought I thought I was allergic to fruit for a while. I thought my body was rejecting the fruit because it's a ham based life form now. I'm fueled by ham. (laughs) (laughs) The ham. The ham culture in your gut just wants more ham. Yeah, <laughs> the ham unionized my gut flora and had it fight back against the fruit that came in unwanted. You ha- you now have fauna in your stomach because <laughs> the ham is sentient <laughs> and is trying to climb back out and join the, join the world. Can you not <laughs> slice it all off and freeze it? You can do that, but it's really labor-intensive to get these slices. I mean, when we were up here on New Year's, David and Mel were here, and we were just sitting around the ham for like two and a half hours as people tried to perfect the, the craft of the blade. And of course, David cut his tongue somehow from tasting the knife. Uh, you Jesus. Mel got angry at the which ham. Hand, yeah. Which hand was holding the knife and which one had the ham? Yeah, which one sharp and which one salty. Mel, of course, accused the ham of uh, making a move on my sister. It was... <laughs> it was a whole scene. Uh, Quit looking at my girl, Ham. <laughs> Ham's gonna be the the end of your whole bloodline. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna take us down, dude. There's three different zones on the Ham, in case anyone was wondering. And mm-hmm. uh, I think my favorite's the Punta. The points. Yeah, the bottom of it. That's where all the fat goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where did and you get so- the Ham from? Uh, we got it off the dark web. Um, it costs seven and a half Ethereum. Luckily my dad had an excess. I don't know where I got it. My mom and dad got it for me as a Christmas present and I didn't ask any questions, but they got me the ham gondola. They got me the blade. It's great. Yeah. We tried to get one back from Spain, but it was going to be like seven grand. Yep. Whoa. What? Well, that was probably an Iberico. This is a Serrano. I know it didn't cost seven grand. My mom would never pay too much for a ham yeah hmm. uh is it it's not cooked right it's like smoked and cured i don't know if this was i don't think this one's smoked okay. it's just cured it's hung upside mm-hmm. down in the dark and uh it invites an ecosystem of different molds and funguses to grow on it and then you shave that off and uh, you make ham salad and your wife yells at you because there's too much soy sauce in there why do you need soy sauce in a ham salad <laughs> it's salty enough it's defined by how salty it is i thought i was going to do a little east meets west no uh-uh. <laughs> totally biffed it. you thought you thought i cured ham needed more salt on it yeah i did and then uh <laughs> she was like get a grip you know and half my face was melting and i couldn't talk <laughs> uh, so got bell's palsy now yeah Oof. uh here's the deal we are recording this by the way we took 
two weeks off during Christmas because uh, Becker had a stroke or whatever. Let's frame it on Becker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my fault. Yeah. Uh, no, we just had different stuff. Emily killed a kid at work and Lund uh, <laughs> got in an argument with a garbage can. That's my house. Oh, it's not. So Lund did move to Trinidad, though. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of people, I think, uh, thought that it was a bit. It was not. <laughs> what a great real. <laughs> I'm down here now. It's pretty good. I wish, uh, wish I could get the internet at my house, but not yet. I'm next in line, I guess. The mayor has to come and <laughs> give me a certificate of internet authenticity. They are very serious about piracy down here. And so there's a vetting process. And uh, yeah, tomorrow's the big day. He's going to cut the ribbon on this old laptop. <laughs> and, yeah, you, have to, uh, you have to scare enough geese to... out of the park so they can give you your internet. It is funny that you move yes. down there and then you don't have the internet. I found nothing but humor in that situation. Uh huh. Yeah, like oh, I'm moving down to the to the country. I got to get away from the big city. You get down there, you don't have the internet. Uh, you have to trade in your car for a horse. All of a sudden, you have yeah. seven wives. It's just ridiculous. There's only ten people that get to have the internet each year, and so there's a lottery. There's a background check. And, uh, yeah, because we were new to town, I think we got a couple extra balls in the uh, lottery, you know, like a, like a bad NBA team. You get a couple extra balls, and so we lucked out. No, it's Xfinity sucks, and down here there's even less former meth heads that work for Xfinity, and so <laughs> it's taking a while for one of them to, <laughs> for one of them to find his pants. So that he can come uh, shake the <laughs> shake the 5G tower. That We're going to be the only podcast up. sponsored by the library. Because that's where you're going to be. <laughs> just cranking out apps while you jerk off in the stacks. <laughs> stacks. Like uh, the record. Yeah, but it's so tiny. Oh, I know. Lund's hog. He doesn't need stacks. Stacks on stacks. Stacks on stacks. <laughs> All Lun needs is a copy of uh, Superman to jerk off behind. <laughs> Closed and sealed on the desk. <laughs> Micro thumb peen. <laughs> so Lun, walk us through what it's like to live down there in the Wild West on the cutting edge of madness. Uh, I mean, we haven't done a lot. There's not a lot to do, no. Which is part of the reason we moved down here. We don't need a, you know, an a electric nightlife. We don't. We weren't hitting the church in Denver before uh, before moving down here. So no, but you were sending firebombs to the mosque, and I'm glad you got away. <laughs> Less is more, uh, and down here, that's very true. There's not a lot, and uh, yeah, if, I mean, if we had the internet it would be great because we really just want to walk our dogs and not run into 900 people everywhere we turn. And that is not the case here. There's like nobody, you know, there's, there's the, the couple of random like vagabonds that are just kind of roaming around. And I've heard one of, one of them was screaming at traffic the other day. And I was like, all right, I got to meet him eventually. 
hopefully when the sun is up so that I can see, see his hands. And so there's a few of those. There's definitely some, some, uh, just some, some strangers with stories that they don't want to be told. And, uh, I'm interested to see how, you know, who the real characters are, but yeah, we haven't, we haven't done much down here. We've gotten some food from a couple places. A lot of it's not very good. And, uh, yeah, we went to Walmart today. Oh yeah. So we went to Walmart cause there's a Walmart and a Safeway. Those are your options for produce or supplies. I've been to that Walmart. It's down South. Yeah. So we go to the Walmart and, uh, <laughs> when we went, when we were waiting in line to, to check out the couple in front of us were in their fifties, probably the, the, it was a guy and a lady. This is not a gay couple in Trinidad. <laughs> I should clarify. <laughs> so it's a straight couple and they both have guns on their hips. And then the woman was not wearing a mask and she was wearing a shirt that had a, a flag on it. I think it was a thin blue line flag. And I couldn't read the back of her shirt because her mullet was in the way of some of the text, but it was something like blessed to be protected by the boys in blue or some horse shit. And I wanted to tell her, hey, maybe sell, a, sell your gun so you can buy some masks. You know, I wanted to come up with something witty. And then I was like, they, they would just, they could shoot me. They, <laughs> if, if they don't shoot me, they could, they could threaten me with their guns and then win the argument. So I didn't it say It was anything. weird, though, because their guns were wearing masks. That was their what was strange had- <laughs> about the whole thing. <laughs> and they didn't want to blow a yeah. hole. They, they wanted to keep the gun safe. Well, you know what you should do in that situation is make friends. These are your neighbors. These are the people you're going to be buried next to. So get to know them. Find some common ground. You know, when in doubt in that situation, bring up Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I would have known that there was a new Chevelle album coming out. We could have started there. Hey, you Mm -hmm. guys, you guys hear about new Chevelle? (laughs) Send the pain above. It's a it's the religious album. Yeah, the, there was like a rumor that they were a Christian band, and they are not. But that was kind of funny when I heard that a few years ago. I was like, "Oh, I I gotta stop listening to Chevelle." But no, well, it turns out they're they're cool. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's not, it doesn't sound that bad. I just imagine everyone in Trinidad. There's you. There's Jay Gillespie. There's Wally Wallace, and then there's just a bunch of people leaning against fences, eating apples with knives. That's who I assume mm-hmm. the main clientele down there is. And I'm glad you're bringing yeah. some, uh, some culture to these, uh, you know, unwashed pigs. <laughs> well, yeah, Jay said, uh, Jay said he hasn't gotten any shit from anybody. There are a lot of big old trucks like that. There's not, uh, I don't think there's a ton of shit kickers down here, but there are a lot of wannabes in giant trucks. And so that's been annoying. I have a little Impreza <laughs> that's going to get run off the road for sure sooner or later. <laughs> but uh, Jay, Jay said he hasn't gotten he hasn't gotten a lot of shit from people. I think most of I think most of the people down here keep to themselves. And there there were uh, Trump uh, uh, signs in yards, but not everywhere. So I feel like there's a decent mix of people. And so. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, I don't get curb stomped for at least well, a few years. I think that just half of it is people who voted for Trump, 
And then half of it is people who aren't allowed to vote because uh, of felony child porn <laughs> possession. So <laughs> you're right there in the middle of it. And it's just, it's funny to me that you were like, I need to get away from the city because everyone's crazy. And then you move down there where the mayor is a bleached cow skull. It's just such a uh, different, you know, it's such extremes. Yeah. Well, I'm not a middle of the middle of the road kind of guy like you who plays all sides and doesn't commit. I like to live on the margins. <laughs> you are right in the middle of the road saying there's a lot of good people on both sides of every argument. You're like, yeah, I don't know. Abortion is kind of murder if you think about it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I need to get away from you. Only in the case yeah. of white babies. Um. Less is more. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad all these comics are having kids. That's a good idea. You don't have any money, and nobody knows when your one skill is going to be, you know, back in action. And people are like, "Oh, I should probably have a kid." Who's having kids? Every other comic. Like, there's a few where it's fine. Like Adam, Kate, and Holland. Yeah, have a second kid. You know, your dad is a lawyer, and you sold a show. You're going to yeah. be okay. But there's a lot of comics. Toothpaste. <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> comics that I don't know. I just I feel like it's insane that they knocked up somebody or got knocked up, and they're just like, yeah, we're f- going to figure it out. <laughs> worst comes to worst, we'll sell it on the dark web. <laughs> I don't even understand it, but God bless them, because we're going to need comics in the future. That's for sure. We're going to need the kids of comics in the future <laughs> yeah. to entertain uh, those bleached cow skulls on the side of the road. Yeah, we need baby clowns. That's what's going to save this country. People whose parents were never responsible for anything, they're going to know how to bootstrap themselves. <laughs> Maybe the kids of comics are the ones that come out and you know uh pat oswalt had that joke about how if you're if your parents suck then you are cool but if your parents are cool then that your kid you know the, the kids of cool parents end up sucking because their rebellion is not to like start a band or right. you know you know paint with their period blood it's you're talking fucking, about they, the children of the children of bodum that's children. <laughs> 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 if you yeah if, if your parents listen to system of a down you rebel by becoming a systems analyst right you uh, go to MIT. So my name's my name's adam kate and holland let me introduce you to my parents this is my father uh, he's an attorney this is my mother she's married to an attorney <laughs> <laughs> guy trying to make his mom feel better about not doing anything. I'm sure she did something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of what it was, but she did. I think she, she, she was the Denver County Dumpling Eating Champion 2018. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she invented a paperclip paper that can't poke you in the leg if you have it in your pocket. No, I think she's so also that's... a lawyer or something. Hmm. She yeah, could be a, I'm not a sure. Dog lawyer, pet attorney, <laughs> attorney at claw. Hey, I don't feel good about it either. I loved it. I was trying to come up with a noise, but I had to burp at the same time. So that's where I was going to throw up. You had a mini stroke. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I'm. There's... Yeah, I'm scared 
because my uh, I've talked about my dad's parents. They both had like three strokes each. And my dad's dad was, he had his leg, part of his leg amputated. My dad's mom, like, couldn't use the right side of her body for like 20 years. Just a forced lefty at at 55 or whatever. Like Jose and Canseco. So I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for my brain to explode. Just fireworks in my head, <laughs> in my in my cerebellum. All of a sudden, I can't remember what my wife's name is. That sounds fun. It's, it's, uh, what is it? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Just keels over. Just stroke joking. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Lund, I think that you're uh, probably healthier and have less stress than those people. I'm not filled with rage at everyone around me. Yeah, not a specific rage, at least. (laughs) <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. Whoa. Nice. Who I, went, opened I got up that a, out. Who opened a can of coleslaw? <laughs> <laughs> I got Bean Dad over here <laughs> teaching his kid lesson. Are you and Wally going to uh, film a buddy comedy thing? <laughs> oh, who knows? <laughs> Wally has all kinds of schemes half cooked ideas <laughs> megan told me a couple days ago that wally hit her up and said hey i was thinking what if we did three way <laughs> what if we did what if we, what if we did a zoom call me call, linda I didn't, I didn't get it i said three way oh, three way three way <laughs> yeah he's saving i think he's saving that now that we're down here that's, a, that's an easter idea <laughs> Uh, no, he hit up Megan and said, hey, what if we had a Zoom call where everybody, you know, wished Nathan well, and what if we had somebody burst into your house and wrestle him for the title? And mm-hmm. she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I thought that it was crazy enough that he just started posting about <laughs> some some match that i hadn't agreed to yet but no he had he had more of a plan uh <laughs> that i wasn't privy to he was trying to take and over Sam, the territory knowing knowing me how angry do you think i would have been brother if wally ran that idea by me and uh, okay. i was like and, and guess guess what i said Go for it. it. That's a great idea. (laughs) You said, you said, you said, hit up Adam Fedusky and tell him that, (laughs) tell him Lund's address. (laughs) I said, Wally, what a lovely gesture. I'm sure he would love that. (laughs) Go for it. If there's one thing that might, you would have hated it so much. If there's there's one, (laughs) this is you. You were like, if there's one thing that my best friend Nathan Lund enjoys, it's being surprised (laughs) and having someone break into his house during a pandemic and being forced to wrestle in a real wrestling match. (laughs) Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Dude, yeah, he ran that by me, and I told him it was the greatest idea I've ever heard. No, I actually told him to hit up Creech because I didn't want to tell him he was a moron. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i told him i was like uh you know maybe the zoom thing is good but you're gonna want to talk to creech about that and he was like interesting i'll take that into uh, account 
Damn. Yeah, no, dude. I'm so glad that you you got tipped off to what he was plotting. Well, it was just yeah. It was on. I think it was on the drive down here. Megan like remembered <laughs> that that because it that was like three weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> and then she didn't hear from him, and so he probably forgot. He comes up with a lot of stuff, and then it, I think then he has a mini stroke, and his brain <laughs> forgets half of what he was doing. So uh, thanks, mini stroke, because. Uh, Oh my God. I don't even know what I would have done. Like I would have been so mad. (laughs) And then I try to think like, who would it have been? You know, who would have busted in Noah Reynolds and I just kick his ass. Exactly. Yes. You put them through a table. (laughs) It would have been funny too, because it would have been on the zoom. So we all have been watching as you tell Michael <laughs> Isaacs to get the fuck out of your house. <laughs> Michael, I'm going to count to three. You better be out of my fucking yeah. house. <laughs> I just grab a hammer. Yeah. Oh, man. Creech puts yeah. on the Stone Cold music. Yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> He's holding up a boombox <laughs> as DX plays. Nasty boy. We also oh, had, man. I mean, you know, Megan. Megan got a got ahead of packing, so there would have been like just boxes everywhere. Yeah. And then somebody, but you know, Z Carrera busts in and breaks a bunch of our shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> grabs me, picks me up over his head. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a mask on because you're in your living room in your underwear. Dude. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd probably be a uh, Porky Pig in it. Tops, <laughs> no bottoms. Yeah, man. One of the worst uh, so, yeah, ideas that... in the history of brains working. This was one of the worst ideas to ever occur. <laughs> <laughs> in the history of higher yeah. thought and object permanence. All timer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've, uh, yeah, I've said it that uh, I, I do uh, love Wally. And so that has helped. <laughs> it helps me deal with some of, some of his uh, brain. I... And and I told him I liked like I would have enjoyed trying to figure out something if there weren't uh, this pandemic preventing anything, you know, really from being able to happen except for a Zoom call. And that's what I did. I had like three Zoom calls and got to talk to a few people and it was nice. I don't like thinking about it because it sucks. I wish I could have done all of the shows, you know, had the farewell tour and done a bunch of shows, made some money, and I would have been able to see a bunch of people, uh, a few people at a time. That would have been great, but I didn't get any of that. And uh, so, yeah, it would have sucked to have tried to do some weird half half fun thing because it wouldn't it it would have been more stressful than anything. I wanted to I wanted to hang out at the park and that ended up being too stressful. Yeah, but imagine even worse, you're sitting in your living room Piper Shepard swings through your, your, your window on a rope wearing a mask and says falls count anywhere. <laughs> Unbeknownst to you, Grayson Knight and Roger Stafford are in your drawers and you go to bed and you go to put your sleeping underwear on and they pop out <laughs> with the doomsday device. <laughs> oh man yeah Yeah. truly a terrible idea (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah that was pretty wild 
Oh, man. It was funny to hear that on the way down here. Just be like, oh, okay. Well, God. (laughs) Thank goodness he, Wally, came up with some other half-cocked idea to to have some kind of, like, haunted house here in Trinidad in October. To bring the monorail through. (laughs) It's funny that your crew now is... uh, Wally and Jay Gillespie. Oh hell yeah, Jay! Jay helped me move in. Hell Jay yeah. and I mean, Ron Ferguson. No, now, listen way. to this. Listen to this. So, you know, Megan and I looked at U-Haul to try to rent a moving truck, and it was very expensive. And then I remembered, oh, Ron Ferguson has a moving company. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Motorcycle comedian Ron Ferguson. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As a moving company, yeah. So I thought, okay, I'll hit him up. <laughs> to all the listeners, he is a motorcycle comedian. <laughs> <laughs> half motorcycle, half comedian. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, so I hit him up. I said, hey, uh, do you still have a moving company? He was like, yeah. I said, okay, so I, I, I'm moving to Trinidad, and I looked up, you know, U-Hauls, and they were very expensive. And I was wondering if maybe you would be able to help me out. And he said, how are you paying? Ask, gas, or grass? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to sell me a couple of jokes. Yeah. And I was like, I just need, uh, I just need a little bit of help moving. I didn't, want two, I didn't want him to think that I needed two movers to move all, to load the truck and unload the truck. I didn't need like full service. Because again, I'm trying to save money. So I was like, I really just need uh one person to like drive the truck down there and megan and i can load and unload like trying to make it easy or whatever he was like yeah i think we could do that you know we we figure out uh january 1st you know uh i was hoping for eight or nine in the morning he was like i think we could probably do 10 i was like fine i get a call from him at like eight fifty in the morning and he was like, hey, the guy that was going to do this uh, party too hard last night. So I'm going to I'm on my way. I said, cool. There's cones out front. So uh, for the truck. And he was like, where's the truck? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he oh, was God. like, where is your moving truck? <laughs> oh, said, my God. Aren't you driving it? And he said, no, I thought you just needed someone to load and unload or no i thought you needed somebody to drive a moving truck down to trinidad jesus fucking Christ. so yeah uh it was pretty perfect it was kind of a wally wally kind of a situation <laughs> wally ferguson i couldn't understand how how where did we go wrong what happened what did i what did i do which one of us had the stroke? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, and my first thought was, oh, God, Megan is going to kill me. Right. Because just another time where I, 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 I have to do a very small thing. Mm-hmm. She's done like most of the, you know, mo- almost all of the packing. Yes. And I was, you know, showing people the leg lamp from a Christmas story <laughs> for three weeks. And she was like doing all of literally the heavy lifting Ugh. and then i'm i'm supposed to get the truck 
And uh, yeah, the guy with the moving company thought that I didn't go through U-Haul, but found another moving company and rented a truck from them and then just needed a professional moving truck driver. <laughs> so what happened? Uh, so he went, he had to go to his house to get the keys to the warehouse where the truck was and then go get the truck and then bring it. So we were just, we got, you know, we were a couple hours behind schedule. And I mean, Not this a was huge New Year's deal. Day, right? New Year's Day, yeah. So Ron, the night before, probably headlined in like Eli, Nevada or, uh, <laughs> you know, Las Cruces, New Mexico. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or he, yeah. Or he, he was at, in Sturgis. Right, yeah. Maybe he was pounding that lady who has that super hot daughter. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I know that his uh, lady friend's daughter, she's got him. This <laughs> just in. <laughs> Does she have a bunch of followers on Instagram? Did she follow you? Uh, we did. Dude, okay. This is great. Do you remember Pappy's little piss bucket? <laughs> Not really. I remember the name. Oh, my God. You don't? Okay. It was a student film. Not even a student film. Just a passion project that Nick Gossert made before Lucha Libre and Laughs. It was about yeah, before, a family. Before his, one, before his one good idea, he had yeah, a bunch of bad ones. Exactly. Before his <laughs> the one good thing he's done for anyone. Uh, his one contribution to the zeitgeist. So it was about a family of, like, demented hillbillies. I was the father. Kyle Bufkin was my retarded son. And that's literally what he was in the script. That was the name of him in the script. So I'm not Stephen King style. Yeah, exactly. He's saying it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Gossert with his killer social commentary. (laughs) Yeah. He's taking the power (laughs) back. And a little girl uh, who, undetermined in age, could be 12, could be 25. We're not sure. She somehow is uh, kidnapped by this family of rednecks and we sequester her in the bottom of an outhouse that in the bottom of an outhouse. Yeah, <laughs> she was the children, children of bottom of the outhouse. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then we take turns dumping on her after I make a bunch of chili. So oh it was shot like an exploitation, like, you know, midnight movie trailer where it's like her and she's like, ah, and then it's like me like snapping Nate Balding's neck, spinning his neck around. And then I'm like playing a banjo and I'm like, oh, you're going to float. And I, I put her in the bottom of an outhouse and then cut to me and Buffkin stirring up chili in a giant cauldron and us eating chili and it's running down our face. I'm wearing bib overalls. Buffkin's clapping and saying, new mama, new mama. Uh, and then cut to her like crying, crying. And then just a bunch of chocolate spilt all over her head. <laughs> so that's, oh, that's Ron Ferguson's girlfriend's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> we got to find oh, that and man. put it on the subreddit. It's truly sure. despicable. <laughs> Wait, and, and you, you only made the trailer, right? Correct, because uh, the Weinstein he group was pulled get, out. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was trying to get funding. Yeah, and everybody was like, "I'm calling 911." Here it is, dude. I found it. It's on YouTube. The fans yeah. can search it out. Blast it! Yeah. No, put it. Yeah, put it in the chub Reddit. I they will. burned it. Oh my god, this is horrific. We put out three episodes a week for <laughs> Here, four months, and then and then Hold we on. we took a week and a half off, and everybody's like, "Where's the Where's the Where's the chub Mister, 
What do you want from me? I want you to scream for me, little girl. <laughs> I spit on starring, her. S- starring Sam Danger Talent. <laughs> <laughs> the first scene is her begging while covered in poop and then me spitting on her. Oh, <laughs> so, God. It's truly terrible. It might be the worst thing on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, she's Pappy's little piss bucket. So check that out. Um, yeah, and I'll, everyone shut up, all right? <laughs> We're the best. <laughs> We're giving what, what you need. You guys need to get off this whole idea of linear time, all right? Just another page on a calendar, so shut up. <laughs> and also, thank you, wanna... and like, and subscribe. We really yeah. appreciate you all. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I'm glad. I'm glad that people want to hear new episodes, uh, for sure. But yeah, yeah, we had a couple of hiccups, man. I had to move down here, age of 18, blew the boys away. I was more than seen. Yeah, what Lund just said. Well, Tom Petty. Yeah. There's a bunch of Tom Petty fans down here, Tom Petty heads. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now Ron so Swatty Boston. lives there since you moved in, so it's good. But yeah, no, we appreciate you guys, and we're sorry Lund had to move, you know? And I had to eat uh, about three and a half pounds of ham in a 72-hour window. I want a ham fast for New Year's. This is my new ham diet. (laughs) Ooh. Nice. Mine was wet. That was a little call and response. (laughs) (laughs) Becker, where are we time-wise? We're at about fifty-four minutes. All right. Well, yeah, we can we can round this thing up. Um, Wait, New this, Year's so resolutions. This is, a, this is a Patreon, right? Yeah, I think so. We owe them one, and they pay. And then tomorrow, we should probably record one free. I'm also okay with putting this one out because it's a true catch-up for everyone, so that we don't have to recap it. And then just doing the Patreon tomorrow. Okay. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'd rather everyone hear this and then the true heads can just catch up tomorrow with the page. Word. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, we've we've talked a lot about, uh, yeah, what we've been doing the last few weeks. So that makes sense to come out tomorrow. We set the table, and then if you're on the Patreon tomorrow, you get dessert. All right? So there you go. I also have about $160 worth of fireworks I wasn't able to shoot off on New Year's Eve because my neighbor's dog kept waking up. And uh, he kept coming outside and being like, come on, guys. He's like shirtless from a dead sleep. Like, come on, the dog can't take it. And we were like, okay, fine, man. And then the next day he packed up all this stuff and left. So I don't know if we had a hand in that or what, but happy New Year. You're alone now, Mary. <laughs> was that? Are you talking about your motorcycle neighbors no, that not, not never the wrong, shut up not, not the fergusons uh, I'm, talking, <laughs> I'm talking about the guy who services uh fish tanks and his quiet plain girlfriend uh, so that they're right next to you on the other side of the yeah. hills have eyes people no no they're attached to the house like we share like our garages are attached you know what i mean yeah, yeah i'm and, saying uh, they're oh right 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 um, yeah i wasn't saying they or two down. Right. So if you're if your uh, relationship is dangling on the on a string, uh, and then you've got me and Mel and David Bory just in here eating ham and shotgunning beers, 
it's probably going to be detached by 1.30 <laughs> the 1st of January. We're just out there lighting fireworks out of each other's butt cracks. And he's like, please, for the love of God, the dog. <laughs> She's going to take the, the dog. David's doing the jerk off motion. <laughs> with his tiny little yeah, hands. That's tough because I know, like, what what's the solution? People like fireworks. And there's a bunch of dogs and veterans that don't. And so right. I think the the solution is there's there shouldn't be fireworks for all of July. You know, I wish it was like one night so that those people that can't hang with them can either go somewhere or get drugged up, you know, get some dog Xanax or huff some paint so that you can all you can make it through the night. Yeah. And and then the the shitty thing is is the people that just light them off all day for two weeks or whatever you know because you guys are just looking to have a little bit of fun in a in a world gone mad. And also, it's like your dog's flipping out. What do you think my dog's up to? You think he likes this? He's losing his fucking <laughs> mind. But he's taking one for the team because he's a he's a he's a he's a gamer. You know, he came to play today, so we're gonna go in there and we'll pour some more beer in his bowl and everything's gonna be fine. Quit being a fucking bitch. <laughs> You know, you know that reminds me of uh, Ricky, my old roommate. We ended up living together again, junior year in college. You know, because he, you know, he got cool. He told that Mormon girl to go fuck herself. Yeah. And then yeah. when we were when we were living together, uh, our junior year, there was a time where he had some bottle rockets, and I never got comfortable with fireworks. Like I remember when I was a kid, my uh, neighbors would light them off and they were some of the dumbest, you know, <laughs> morons around. And so I just kept worrying that someone was going to, you know, blow up a car or blow off their hand or like kill their kid because <laughs> they would all just be hammered, you know, wobbling out to the middle of the street and lighting off a bunch of stuff and then being like, oh, it didn't, it, it went out. And then they'd like go walk over and put their face over it and then it would explode. <laughs> and yes. so... I always was, you know, I, I liked watching fireworks, but I, I didn't usually uh, fuck with them personally. And uh, Ricky had some some bottle rockets, and he fucking lit one and handed it to me. Ooh. <laughs> or no, he handed it to me, and then he lit it when I wasn't looking. And it was it was terrifying. Pretty fun, though. It is you know, fun. I, I, I let go, and it, and it, it flew off, and poof. But it was... Uh, <laughs> It was pretty scary. Well, it's also fun in our house because Emily hates fireworks, you know? She, like, detests them and thinks they're stupid and, quote, for the Irish. So uh, (laughs) that's a direct quote from Dr. Talent. (laughs) So she's pissed. Gordy's flipping out. And then meanwhile, it's, you know, boys are going to be boys outside. Uh, We went and bought fireworks in Wyoming, allegedly, Emily, David, and I. I took a picture of David and Emily in front of the fireworks store and we sent it, David sent it to Sophie and she just responded, look at Emily's jumbo yum yums. My <laughs> <laughs> uh, sister responding to David about my wife's rocking cans. So that was a fun, <laughs> that was a fun little game of uh, <laughs> telephone we played there. Yeah, uh, you said something about that recently, and then uh, the picture, the New Year's picture that Emily shared was definitely 
exhibit double D because that animal print <laughs> was really uh, was really showing them off. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was feeding day at the zoo. It was the Saren the Serengeti <laughs> with some staring titties. It was uh, Serengeti images because people are searching for that online now. They were <laughs> <laughs> Saren, get out of my dreams, get into my car. I had a horrible sex dream last night where I was having intercourse and I had a very long prehensile penis. <laughs> you know, it, it, it looked like, uh, you know, when the anteater sticks its tongue out and it's that very long, thin tongue, truly mm-hmm. horrifying. And the woman <laughs> who was reciprocating also had a very long, thin sleeve of vagina. And it, <laughs> it was like, it was terribly unerotic and disgusting. I can't get it out of my head today. <laughs> uh yeah what the fuck i don't know dude but it was like a 12 inch uh very thin almost slim jim-esque ween going into <laughs> a you know chinese finger trap it sucked it was a bottle rocket it was we pretty much had we had human heads rocket. and then uh kind of the bodies of ren from ren and stimpy the last dream i remember i was at the airport and i ran into you and brad williams and brad williams had like weird disheveled bald head like Mm -hmm. it it looked like he was ashamed to be caught by (laughs) with me someone (laughs) yeah well that was part of the problem and then (laughs) he looked like he didn't have his wig on or something (laughs) It, it was so weird like why is that what I'd, I'd rather dream of anteater fucking than just some ho-hum, oh, hey, look, it's my buddy Sam <laughs> carrying Brad Williams' luggage for him <laughs> through DIA. <laughs> and Brad's head looks kind of strange. It would have been funnier if he was in a <laughs> stroller. <laughs> yeah, or if he had like an anteater dick or yeah. uh-huh. an aardvark chode. <laughs> Something fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also Norlex Belma was was somewhere in the dream and I got to hug him and congratulate him on his weight loss journey. <laughs> that wow. Was, that was the capper. Yeah, this three of my favorite people. <laughs> and Brad Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, guys, that's another classic episode of the Chubby Behemoth brand <laughs> podcast. Please like and subscribe. We never say that, but, you know, if you're on there, just fucking like, subscribe, write a review, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell them what, how much fun we're having here in this podcast, you know, goofing around, uh, making write sure that Becker can do this with his fingers. Uh, yeah, oh. let's make sure that Becker can hold a cigarette until, <laughs> until they kill him. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want him to have to. We don't want him to have to pay a nurse to come by five times a day and hold his cigarette for him. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what a luxury. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds pretty good. Then your fingers wouldn't smell so bad, right? Yeah. Well, they would. They would, but they wouldn't smell like cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Aaron Wentz's daughter to do that. That'll be your first job. <laughs> we'll get Ramona over there to hold these things for you. <laughs> little. little Little gherkin. Uh, little gherkin. <laughs> little gherky. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and subscribe to that Patreon, man. We're having fun in there. They got their episodes during this last two weeks sabbatical because we care, goddammit, about the money that we make. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
And hey, all the money this month that we make goes to buying Lund a laptop that's not powered by uh, call like graphite or coal. So let's uh, let's load that. <laughs> yeah, thing <but> up. <laughs> uh, you can't see my legs, but I've been pedaling this whole time. So <laughs> generate generate enough BTUs for an internet connection. Uh, so I'm sweating. I've been generating I've BTKs. Some... I have a list of people to kill. <laughs> I've had several mini strokes during this episode. <laughs> Last night I was laying in bed and Emily came in and she was like, "What do you? Why do you look so weird?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm just plotting your demise." And then that was a 40 minute conversation. <laughs> oh no! She 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 doesn't believe anything that you say, but then that sounded like there was a grain of truth for her to yeah. <laughs> for her to uncover. Yeah, and then she just talked about how she would easily kill me and how everyone would believe me or believe her and how I would never get away with it. Uh, so yeah, it was a real dark bedtime, that's for sure. <laughs> she shows you that she shows you that under her pillow there's a syringe with air in it. So then yeah. she can just put it in your neck. <laughs> yeah, she was like, If I you know, if I wanted to do that, I could just take you camping and you could slip off the edge of a cliff and everyone would believe it because you're such a big idiot. And I was like, All right, let's good night. Um Yeah, because so... because the the hundred and 32 pound woman is going to be able to shove a former offensive lineman off of a cliff without him putting up a fight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hopefully they would find like, you know, hair and skin underneath my fingernails. You would chop block her ass. You'd take her knees out. I would clip her for sure. I would take her out. And then, <laughs> then you'd step on her hand or did you ever step on somebody's nuts when you get out, getting out of the no, pile? I never played dirty. The dirtiest thing I did was That's grab good. people's armpit hair when I was pass blocking. That was the worst thing I ever did. <laughs> That's pretty bad, but I like it. <laughs> it's incredible. It hurts so bad, dude. Getting your arm pair rip your pit hair ripped out. Yeah. I'm, and I'm sure it was a, a fistful at a time too. It was a fistful of doll hairs. Little nair of the dog. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Calling it back. And that's it, guys. That's your button. We love you. Woo! Sam T Nation, Becker Industries, and Lundcorp. Wish you those those soggy Bodum boys. <laughs> Wishing you a happy new year.